sector right now. We just want to get a wrap-up of the SASCOC election, and we're going to speak to Dr. Sam Aramsemi after this break. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And let's move right along now and just find out and just get a breakdown of the SARS-CoV election that took place this past weekend. It finally happened. Dr. Sam Ramsemi did promise us that it will happen on the 7th of November and it went ahead. He's, of course, an IOC board member, honorary member, and was also tasked by the IOC to come and oversee to oversee these elections. Dr. Ramsemi, good evening, sir, and thank you again for taking our call here on SAFM. We really appreciate it. It was nice to talk to SAFM. Thank you, Dr. Ramsemi. Would you say the election went well as somebody who was tasked by the IOC? Are you satisfied? Yes, I'm satisfied. Um, and what we did, we made sure that everything was above board. Uh, we nominated uh, a, a very reputable firm uh, which has an, an international reputation, Lumi Global, to look after all the electronics, uh, uh, the um, Zoom presentation, the IT, and all other issues. And also we nominated someone who's highly qualified uh, to be the electoral officer. So I had nothing to do with it. I just uh, chaired the meeting, welcomed everybody, and left it to this gentleman, extraordinary gentleman, uh, Leslie Maringa, who is from the Independent uh, Electoral uh, uh, Foundation of uh, Southern Africa. And he conducted the election, uh, was very happy, and then... We've now got, at last, we don't have an acting president, we don't have an acting vice president, and that is what the minister wanted, that is what the IOC wanted, because everybody felt, together with me, uh, who who also um, was, uh, again, very concerned about acting positions, because Mm -hmm. there's going to be no movement, and especially in preparation for next year's Olympic Games, we need a stability, we need a, a reputation, uh, for SASCOC, we need a reputation so that funding can come in. And I'm glad to say all that's happened and um, the election took place very, very successfully. And how did the voting take place? Because I remember before the election, you had suggested that some members can join virtually, but some delegates mm-hmm. did want to attend. How did it all uh, happen then? Yeah, It was initially, you know, we thought it was going to be a, compli- a complicated process. Mm-hmm. But in the end, we worked it out very, very well. Uh, Lumi uh, Global, uh, which has an international reputation, they've done very many uh, international uh, uh, elections, and next year they're going to do the Commonwealth Games Federation election again on a virtual basis. So what we did here, uh, some people turned up physically at the uh, uh, Olympic House in Johannesburg, and most of them were uh, on virtual basis. So the decision we took, and we got um, the agreement of the overwhelming uh, majority of federations, that everyone must have uh, a personal equipment, either um, um, uh, a laptop or um, an iPad uh, or a telephone that they can connect. And all of them connected, and as a result of that, and that went directly into uh, the electronic system, and no one knows. Uh, who voted for whom. That, I think, was very important for us because it had to be secret. And we got assurances, and um, uh, and it went superbly well. And uh, a great compliment to um, uh, um, uh, Mr. Maringa, uh, Wesley Maringa. He con- conducted it extremely well. 
And we saw also in the build-up, there was the so-called Big Five that the media was reporting about. They were saying that this this election will not be free and fair. What did you make of some of their complaints and their concerns? I know that they were eventually dismissed by the arbitrator. Grouping. Uh, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, I'm uh, sorry, I'm going to cut this call off. <laughs> no problem. No problem, Dr. Ramsemi. Yeah, sorry, I'm cutting this call off. Okay, that's fine. For those who are just yeah, joining us, now, we are yeah. talking to Dr. Sam Ramsemi. You can send us voice notes to 0614104107. I was just asking about the so-called Big Five, Dr. Ramsemi, and some of the concerns that they were raised, which were eventually dismissed, of course. Yeah, they were unfounded. There's, there's no... They had no evidence, they had no substantiated over uh, anything not being free and fair. They were just, you know, discussing this matter. And I can't understand, it was just that few people, uh, and um, in fact, they, you know, what concerned me and upset me, they even reported it um, to the portfolio, uh, parliamentary portfolio committee, and the portfolio committee had a one-sided view of it, and that was unfair. And uh, I, I was, you know, I attended and tried to clarify the situation. But they had, they had a, a one-sided view. But what I think was important, we got, uh, for instance, uh, uh, Advocate Lyndon Bauer, a highly rep- reputable person from the Western Cape. He was one of the scrutineers, and we made sure that one of the federations was also represented there. We got a, a young lady, Siska uh, Duplessis-Austin, um, uh, president of cycling, they scrutinized the whole process, and of course it was supervised totally. I had nothing to do with it whatsoever uh, by Mr. Maringa, and um, overall everybody was satisfied with it. There were at the end there was no no dissent whatsoever, and most importantly, the overwhelming majority voted, and um, we now got a a president uh, who will take uh, the. Uh, uh, Olympic Committee forward, and that's very important for us. That taking the Olympic Committee forward is important because even the minister said, uh, you know, the Olympic Committee has to be very careful because of the the economic climate in South Africa in how they're going to select the team, whom who is going to select the team. So the economic crisis also played an important role. But the IOC, that is the International Olympic Committee, uh, has guaranteed that all the athletes who go to um, uh, Tokyo uh, will be subsidized as far as the airfare is concerned. There's not going to be um, uh, uh, any accommodation cost. There's not going to be any uh, meal cost. The only other cost will be a degree of subsidy for the um, airfares. And obviously, um, uh, the IOC also looks after certain elements of training. And um, the, the, the major expense, as I see it, is to equip the team with a, um, uh, a uniform that all South Africans can be proud of. But were you expecting this sideshows as somebody who's experienced in this field and who was even sent to Kenya to go over or to go monitor their or their elections? See, uh, I'm the one who went to Kenya to. Y- yes, I'm saying then yes. with that experience, were you expecting this oh, sideshows? Yes, yes. The, the, again, the, the side sideshows at all elections, as you know. <laughs> We've got a very big sideshow in the United States at the yeah. moment. <laughs> but the sideshow uh, at uh, uh, Saskok at the Olympic Committee was very minimal. Mm. And I'm ha- happy to say it was minimal. And, um, and um, uh, the, the, the caravan is moving now. That is the important thing. And, um, and, and the minister was also very, very uh, uh, um, 
uh, 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 wanted to make sure that the elections were going well, and uh, in fact, he wished uh, uh, the IOC facility, that's mm-hmm. me, uh, you know, good luck. And uh, I think I delivered to the minister, I've delivered to the IOC, and most importantly, I've delivered for South African sport. Okay, let's hear what the voice notes think. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to uh, Dr. Ramsemi. You are speaking to Libra here in East London. I would like to congratulate um, Mr. Barry Hendricks on being elected as the new president of uh, uh, SASCOC. I hope that uh, he does the right thing and returns uh, SASCOC to its former glory days. And really, um, good corporate governance returns to the organization. Uh, Dr. Ramsemi, what is your wish for SASCOC? Uh, what would you like to see uh, under the leadership of Barry Hendricks, especially going into the Olympics in terms of governance? What do you want to, what, is there any uh, governance reform um, that you would like to see at SASCOG under Barry Hendricks' watch? And will you monitor the situation after these elections closely or are you just going to leave SASCOG as it is after the elections? Thank you very much, uh, Tabiso. Thanks, uh, Libra. There says Joe. Well done. Also, new Dr. Samar Ramsemi. But what is your wish for Saskok? Um, uh, if I might say literally and figuratively, my mandate finishes because I had to deliver the elections, mm. and I've done that, and that's what I did uh, in Kenya. Now it is Saskok, the president, and the new board who will have to now communicate with the IUC, find out what is required and what they uh, and how the IOC can help. But the most important thing, ma'am, is that you know we want to bring back glory from the Olympic Games. And that, I think, is very important because that, again, unites the country. As you know, um, you know I was told once by uh, uh, our former Vice President, Mr. Pumzile Nguka, uh, um, uh, you know, when she was still Vice President, he says, you know, when um, even in Parliament, they always oppose each other. But if someone <laughs> brings glory, that is the only time all parliamentarians, irrespective of which uh, parliamentary they, uh, they are in, they hug each other. <laughs> that, is, that is South Africa. South Africa is like that. We want glory. And it does not matter who brings the glory. We all want to hug each other. That's what happened um, uh, when we won the World Cup in rugby. Mm. That, that is, uh, you know, what happens when we win golf tournaments. That is what we do when uh, Wade van Niekerk uh, uh, broke uh, a long-standing record in the 400 meters and won gold. And I think that is what Barry, my proposal is, of course, I, 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 I can only propose to yes. him because I, I can, that he must concentrate on athletes because that is what foremost federations are for. Foremost national sports federations are there. They are the charges of athletes. And because they're charges of athletes, they must do the best to ensure that the athletes get the best possible exposure, best possible opportunity, and most importantly, as a result of that, bring glory for South Africa. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you for bringing glory to SARS-CoV, Dr. Ramsemi. I know you've been hard at work over the past few months and you did say that you will deliver this election and you kept us updated throughout that process and you finally delivered and we are grateful uh, for that. Hopefully they can take it on now from here and lead us to Olympic glory. 
Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Dr. Sam Ramsam is still going strong, very experienced, of course, administrator and a man who is uh, respected across the world, across the globe, obviously, even part of um, the Swimming Federation, uh, Dr. Sam Ramsam. So he knows what he is talking about and still going strong at the age of 82. How's that? We're going to go over to Sierra Leone next. We want to just find out why are they backing Dr. Patrice Mutsepe for the for the CAF presidency. And the president has promised to speak to us, Isha Johansson of the Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone Football Federation. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Before we go to Sierra Leone, we're just try, trying to connect there. Maybe you can send us your voice notes on what do you make of Dr. Patrice Mutsipe's president, uh, bid for the CAF presidency. He wants to be the man to lead African football. It's been endorsed by Sports Minister Natim Teto as well as SAFA President Dr. Denny Jordan. You can send us those voice notes to 061-4104-107. I did mention that I was part of the press conference this morning um, virtually via Zoom. And uh, I want to just take you back to what the president of SAFA, Dr. Denny Jordan, had to say about their candidate. Now the SAFA National Executive Committee uh, approved on a round-robin basis by an overwhelming majority the decision that we must support the candidature of Patrice Matsepe for the position of President of CAF. And clearly it is football and business success that is well recorded uh, both in our country, in our continent and throughout the world. In 2017, the Forbes magazine commemorated its centenary celebration and honored Dr. Matsepe as one of the 100 greatest living business minds in the world. And alongside him were given recognition to other global business leaders like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, Jack Ma, and others. So, in terms of Ford, uh, Forbes magazine, we have one of the best business brains uh, as a candidate uh, for CAF. Secondly, uh, Dr. Mazzeppe and his wife, Dr. Patricia Maloy Mazzeppe, joined what is called the Giving Pledge. And in the Giving Pledge, you have people like Warren Buffett, Berlin, Melinda Gates, and the intention here is to give away half of their wealth, which is owned by the Mazzeppe family, to the poor and for philanthropic purposes. During his lifetime and, his, and that of his wife and beyond, in April 2019, the Ford magazine stated that in excess of 500 million had been donated by the Mazzeppe family for poor and philanthropic purposes uh, by the Mazepa Foundation. So that's part of the reason why uh, Safa believes that Dr. Patrice Mutsepe will be the right man to lead CAF. We also did play a clip earlier on when we started the show where he did confirm that Dr. Patrice Mutsepe will have to step down as president of Sundowns if he is successful uh, because um, like in, at, at Safa there's a rule that you can't be a club owner and be president of Safa. Uh, but at CAF there's no such rule. But Dr. Jordan said that there were concerns about governance and for the sake of governance he can't be talking about governance matters when he uh, uh, has interest in a club it will be seen as a conflict of interest so he understands that he will have to step down if he is successful the election is next year in March of course let's take some reaction before we go over to Sierra Leone 
Good evening, Tavi. So I was uh, eager to listen to you, especially talking about the issue of the endorsement of Patrice Mutsepe as the CAF president. You know, I love Patrice Mutsepe. I'm a Sundown supporter. But on that case, I really don't want Patrice Mutsepe to go. If the law says, or the, 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 the constitution of CAF or of FIFA or of SAFA says, for him to be the president of CAF, he has to quit the chairmanship of Mamelod Sundowns. That one I cannot agree with. So I would rather have him as the chairman of Mamelod Sundowns that going to be the president of CAF. I will be disappointed. I will be disappointed. But if he had to hold both, then it's fine. Thanks, Stemba from Rustenbeck. Member, what does Dr. Petrus Mozebe bring to African football, to the continental? You know, we know what he, he has done for Mamelodi Sundowns, but what does he bring for African football? What are his visions, you know, and his missions? And it's like, what are his objectives? Where does he want to take African football to? Thank you, Zico Smith from Macau. Good evening, Tabiso. Tabiso, this is One Africa in Kiskamawuk, Eastern Cape. Hey, this um, Patrice Mutsepo thing, uh, him standing in to be the vice president of CAF, I, I, I don't think this is going to work out. That man is a busy man, he's got businesses to look after. I don't think he's going to have time to be the CAF uh, vice president. And besides, is he is he standing in because of his uh, record as a businessman, as, a, as because of his recorded sundowns? I mean, uh, I'm not sure. What are his credentials? Are his credentials only based on sundowns or other things that we do not know? Or is it all because of money? I don't know. But I don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, he should just concentrate on his businesses and sundowns. Thank you very much. Okay, let's leave the voice notes for now because we want to go live to Sierra Leone to speak to the president of the FA there, Isha Johansson. She was part of the Zoom meeting today of that press conference uh, to also give backing to Dr. Patrice Mutsipe and uh, she joins us on the line. President, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to us here in South Africa tonight. Thank you so very much and good evening to you all. Thank you, President. You made some very good remarks today about Dr. Patrice Mutsepe, but why is Sierra Leone uh, backing him? You know, I think it's it's, uh, for the obvious reason, really, the reasons that I stated there. You know, sometimes, in fact, in my opinion, one has got to look um, look at football as being beyond 90 minutes. I always say that football is much more than 90 minutes. Uh, Football has the power to change. Football has the the power to unite uh, uh, football, uh, you know, there's humanity in football. It isn't just about monetary gain. And uh, for the, the years that I've, I've known uh, Patrick Mosebe, and um, he has just proved to have been such a very humble man who looks at the bigger picture, and he looks at the African continent. You know, he doesn't look at himself as, I am a South African. He's looking at himself as an African and how we can change our narrative be it through football or in all the other fields that he's been involved in. So um, I think we need that kind of person who can actually embrace our football 
and knows the power of football and its ability to change the narrative in Africa for Africans. Um, he is the right person, you know. And, and, and I, I said this uh, earlier on today that with all due respect to the past leaders and the past and the present football, uh, the presidents of the different associations, Everybody comes in and they fill in a purpose and they have their role and their parts to play. And they do it to the best of their ability. But there's no denying the fact that there's still so much more to be done in Africa, for Africa, in, the, in African football. And um, I believe that when you find that person, that leader, that true leader, who will be able to embrace all of it, you will know it. And um, I, I think that I speak for, for many in saying that um, Patrice Mosepe, he, he is the one. He will be the unifier. He will be the one who will be able to bring sanity and humanity uh, into football so that football becomes an enjoyable sport. It's a recreational and enjoyable sport. It doesn't have the greed element. It doesn't have such a dark side and a dark taste. Uh, to the, the beautiful game as we know it. Um, and so in my opinion, this, 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 this is why uh, we um, from the Australian Football Association and Nigeria, Botswana, and others, many more to come, will be backing and supporting Patrice. And did it take a lot for you to convince your members because we heard from the SAFA president, Dr. J- Dr. Denny Jordan, that it was a unanimous decision from his members? No, no, not, not <laughs> at all. Like I said... Um, you know, you know it when you see it or when you feel it. You know, um, certain things, or certain people or certain ideas, uh, they take a lot of convincing. But when you drop a name or when you present a name or a person or a vision, you know it, you feel it instantly that this is the one and, and this is the case. You also said, President, today that Dr. Mutsepe is not driven by financial gain in his bid to become CAF president. How important is that then for someone running to be the leader of African football? Well, extremely important. Um, it's important for an FA president. It's extremely important for the CAF president running all these federations. And we're not talking, uh, you know, club level. I own a football club. And so I equate what, what I say. I back it up with experience. I, I, my, my club, FC Johansson, was born out of a humanitarian deed. It was, you know, after the civil war in our country. And these were, you know, orphaned or, or displaced kids. And it, it was driven by that desire to bring these kids back together, put them back in school, teach them social skills, and then enjoy the beautiful game of football, engage the football with them. And I used football to try to change the perception of Leone as a war-torn child soldier country. And I see that in uh, Patrick also. It's not the monetary factor. He's not driven by the monetary gain. I'm going to sell two players. I'm going to sell one big player or anything like that. His is about, his, his is about it's the humanitarian side. It's about changing the narrative it's also about chasing the dream the dreams for all africans and this is why i'm saying we clicked instantly uh, you know a leader a true leader a genuine leader whose um uh, aim his gain um his passion is for all and not for one some people in South Africa have uh, have flagged the fact that he has not been a leader of the FA here in South Africa. He's only been president of his of his club. Do you take that into account? Does that matter to you? Well, you know, I honestly, I don't know how many, when you look at UEFA and you look at all the other confederations, I don't know how many of their 
leaders own a club or have owned the club. Um, it, again, like I said, it is about the true passion. It's about the genuineness of why you want to lead, mm-hmm. why you want to rule, why it is that you feel that you can get other people to share in your dream. Look around the other things that he's done. He doesn't have to own a football club in order to show that this is a humanitarian who cares for the African country, uh, continent and who can actually be part of, of, of changing that narrative. You don't, you, don't, you don't need to do. He knows his football. He loves his football, period. Um, so I, I really don't see and I don't know, and in fact that it, it isn't a fact that you must own a football club or you must have run a football club or run an FA in order to uh, be able to lead um, um, the cast. Uh, level. It's, it's all about it's the mindset, it's the drive it's about the genuine passion it's about being genuine and honest um, this is what we're talking about L- like I said in, in, in my um, in my remarks this morning mm. that, that people tend to use the word change very loosely everybody, it's such a common slogan change, 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 we all need change, that's why we have elections that's why you know people move around with, with, with leaderships because you need change but what is this change really? Is it change for all or change for so- some? Is it change of agenda, but the same all? Is it change of one man to another man, but it's the same all? Or is it change for all? And again, I, I, I want to emphasize that the reason why I am rooting for Patrice, so Leone is rooting for Patrice, Nigeria, uh, the others, mm. and more others that will come on board is because this man will bring about real genuine change for all not for south africa alone but for all for the african continent and we we in in CAF, that is what we're concerned about i am not there just for sierra leone and to see how sierra leone will grow and develop i am there to see how is africa going to move on to the next level mm. um and, and that he will be the one to to lead us and shape us um, down that path he also comes with a business background, of course, uh, Dr. Patrice Mutsipa. But what kind of change, uh, President, are you hoping that he brings? I think, again, because like you said, he's a very successful businessman. And so, uh, obviously, that helps. Uh, but, you know, he knows how to count the pennies. He knows how to <laughs> save the pennies. He knows how to pennies <laughs> grow into notes. And um, we need that kind of person as well, because, um, obviously, we would be looking as a body to be able to reach out to uh, bigger institutions uh, for partnerships, for endorsements. And so they need somebody who's savvy and he, who knows his business and he knows how to sell and he knows how to give the best uh, to your, your, your customers or clients or whoever. So I think it, it does help that he's extremely successful in uh, the line of business. That, that will definitely help us greatly. And finally, as a club owner, how, how would you describe the state of African football at the moment? It could be better. And, you know, I, I think I'm being very diplomatic here and I, I, I want to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it could be better, really. Um, um, we're, we're definitely not where we should be, that's for sure. Um, you know, uh, uh, some countries like, like mine, um, we're, we're a smaller country. You know, we've been riddled with all kinds of... Um, uh, unfortunate situations, if it isn't um, floods or the Ebola or, you know, political strife or internal strife, you know, it's, 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 it's been these things that have set us back. And, and I don't think we are, uh, we are unique. Uh, we've all had our challenges. Africa, when we have these challenges, it really hits us badly. And some, some countries, it 
almost bring you to your knees. Uh, so we, we're definitely not where we should be or where we would like to be. Uh, and, and I am not knocking um, uh, the current leadership, um, um, President Ahmed. I'm not knocking the former leadership, mm. uh, um, former President Hayatu. Like I said, everybody has been in the positions they've been in. They've played their role. They've done their bit. Um, but we need to move forward. We deserve better. We know we can do better. And so let us be very honest with ourselves. Let us choose and back the person that we know will be able to take us to that next level where we can do and we can be where we should be as an African continent in football. Okay, let's just play one voice note. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and, and your guest, President. Uh, Tabiso, I think the president that you have in studio, they have said it all. Um, I think we must, all Africans, including South Africans, we must support Ubabu Petris. Um, this, this is a good change. He's not corrupt. He's a businessman. He doesn't need the money. You know, so, so why not him? And, 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 and I believe that if he takes over at Kef, good things will change. The sponsorship will come in numbers, the TV deals, and all that stuff. And that would be good for, for, for African football. So, personally, I support President Mutsepe. And thanks to, to the president that you have there. She, she is making a lot and lot of sense. She's even educating us South Africans. Thank you, Tabis. Okay, thanks for that, Jusia. We're out of time. President, uh, South Africans, appreciate your insight. Thank you very much Thank for joining you. us. Thank you. And may, may I just say God bless you all. Yes. I think, you know, you guys are very blessed to have um, individuals and sons like Patrice in your midst. And um, I'm wishing you all the best and we're rooting for you. Congratulations and God bless. Thank you very much, President of the Sierra Leone Football Association, President Isha Johansson, also a club owner of FC Johansson there. And just before we go, we do have confirmation from Bloemfontein Celtic that their players are fine after surviving a car accident. My goodness, I saw the picture of that car. It looks... It, is, it looks like it was a horrific accident, but uh, the players are fine. We believe that it was Andy Lefikizolo as well as JB Ngobeni that were involved in that car accident. But it's been confirmed by Celtic that they are doing well. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there then. It is 8 o'clock. We have to go to news. Independent and impartial. This is SAFM News. Biden speaks on COVID vaccine and a boost in the RAND. Good evening to you. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden says although the news of progress made for a vaccine to combat the COVID-19 infection, the approval of a vaccine must be done cautiously, guided by science, without haste, in order to ensure it is thoroughly safe and effective. U.S. pharmaceutical giant Pfizer and its German partner are the first drug makers to show successful data from a large-scale clinical trial of a coronavirus vaccine. Biden says a vaccine will not be available until next year. 240,000 deaths so far. Projections still indicate we could lose 200,000 more lives in the coming months before a vaccine can be made widely available. We can't forego the important work that needs to be done between now and then. It's imperative that we ramp up our production of personal protective equipment. And to get an approved vaccine manufactured and distributed as quickly as possible, we'll follow the science and we'll adjust the new data when it comes in. My advisory council also includes experts on global health security so that we can restore U.S. global leadership to fight this pandemic.